Welcome to the Rebel Soul Podcast. If you're a coach, healer, or creative who has a calling in your soul to turn your unique gifts into a business that lights you, your clients, and your bank account up, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Lauren Ciesco, the queen of spiritual sales, self-sabotage expert, intuitive business coach, and a rebel soul. Each episode is intentionally designed to shift your soul and give your mind proof that it is possible to make money for your soul gifts, build a business without all the rules or hustle, and have fun along the way. Welcome home, Rebel Souls. Hello there, Rebel Souls. On today's episode, I have a very special guest. The one, the only Jen Navarro will be joining me. And this episode is going to feel a lot like a spiritual bullshit podcast. For those that don't know, me and Jen had a podcast together. It was so much fun. We used to have the most fun conversations and we are still business besties. We talk all the time. I feel like with Jen, if you ever wish that you would have like a dial a coach or a coach on demand that you could call at any point and get the most amazing coaching and calibration. That's exactly what Jen and I are for each other. And we talk all the time on the phone. We talk about, we're just obsessed with not only each other, but with helping each other's businesses and just talking about each other's businesses and really helping each other out. So we often say that we would love to share our candid conversations. And in fact, we actually record a lot of our conversations. So today's conversation is truly less of an interview and more of just like a a candid, unfiltered, raw conversation where me and Jen really cover a whole bunch of talk topics from everywhere from talking about our relationship with social media and how to show up consistently consistently in a way that really feels good to reflecting on some of the mistakes that we made with our launches and even the work we did together and a whole lot more. So get ready for a candid conversation that you guys are going to love. And one last thing, I just wanted to take a minute and truly thank you for everybody who that has already left a review and has shared this podcast or left me a personal message about how much they loved the first episode and the trailer. Thank you. Thank you so much. It means so much to me. And if you liked my podcast, if you ever have wanted to get me a gift or do something to repay me for any of the masterclasses that you've done, this is your chance is to leave a review and, or, and, or share this podcast on social media and tag me on it. And it's not just for me, it's for everybody. It's for the world. I want to get this in more people's hands. And there are people just like you that need this message. So it's you not just helping me, but it's helping other people. And in return, I'm doing an amazing giveaway. And I'm actually going to, if you leave a review, your name will be entered five times. Every time you share your name will be entered once. And the grand prize is going to be one person. One lucky person is not only going to get a swag bag with some of my favorite things I'm going to mail to them, but you're going to get a 60 minute soul strategy session with me where my eyes are going to be on your business. I'm going to look for anything that is holding you back and the fastest way to get more clients. And, 
And the best part is that you are going to get invited to come be a featured guest on my podcast where you can share your story. I don't care where you are in your business, where you are in life, your story matters. You can help somebody and I want to give you a platform. So thank you once again for writing those reviews and sharing. It means the world to me and the giveaway will be, the name will be pulled at the end of the month in May. So Without further ado, here is mine and Jen's conversation. Enjoy. Hello there, everybody. Okay, so this just feels like so much fun. My soul might burst because I have a very, very, very special guest with me today. And it is the lovely, the amazing, the one and only, my business bestie, Jen Navarro. Hello, everybody. (laughs) This feels like the old days. And it's like literally how me and Jen used to start our old podcast is that we'd get together and we'd start riffing and we would generally be doing our makeup as we were getting ready to like for the day. And here I am sitting with Jen and Jen's doing her makeup and we just started talking and we're like, we just need to push record because what we're talking about is just you guys need to hear it. This is like the, the real deal. Like when me and Jen just get together and, and riff it's from our soul and we are having conversations and bouncing ideas off each other to help each other calibrate to the truth of who we are so that we can show up in our businesses, our most authentic selves, like this true, true, unapologetic, this is who I am. And this is how I'm going to run things. And it's kind of been this fun. Um, and you guys, me and Jen have are now going on being friends. We officially met a year ago, almost like last next week will be a year ago in person, but we've been friends since I guess probably a year and a half at this point. So we've got to see each other evolve in our businesses from both going from, I think I had just made my first hundred thousand dollars Jen, when we met and you were close to getting hitting yours, but now going from kind of not really knowing what we're doing and bonding over the fact that we both felt like we were like hiding who we really were in our businesses to now both building successful businesses, not only together and collaborating, but on our own and making multiple six figures, doing it our fucking way. And that's our favorite thing to talk about, even when we're not creating content for you guys, but literally behind the scenes, me and Jen are obsessed with talking about our businesses and how we show up and it's just led to all kinds of fun conversations. Yeah. You know, it felt so good to like hear you say is like showing up unapologetic because I know we throw that word around quite a bit in the coaching industry. And like, what does it even mean to show up unapologetically? And when you say like, we're doing it our fucking way, the first thing my brain thought was that's the only way. That's literally the only way because I have tried. I really did. I really put a strong push into doing it another way in the beginning of this year. And it was so, it was so much of a learning lesson for me. I learned a lot. I took away a lot. I'm not saying that that way is the wrong way. I'm saying that that way. Let's talk about what you're talking about, right? Which is like, okay. we do things because we think we should, or we do things because we think we need, because we need money. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm talking about is I um, first started launching a course 
I'm not going to tell you what the name of the course was, but we'll just say that the course had a name. The course had a purpose. It is a major solution to something that people desperately want right now. Right. And I had this weird and I'm calling it weird because it's so not me and Lauren will tell you, right. It's so not me. I tried taking like energetics out of it. I tried being like, you know what? I'm just going to teach straight up strategy. That's what people want. That's what people want. And it was like, well, do you want this? And I was like, yeah, that's what I want. And it was like, I was not listening to my inner voice. I wasn't listening to like who I am and what's like uniquely me. And when people choose to work with you as a coach, right? There's so many coaches out there that they could choose from. They could choose the smartest coach that they see. They could choose the one that has the most facts. They should. They could choose the one with the most snazzy marketing. But the reason why people will come to you is because of your energy, who you are, who you show up as, what you're embodying, what you're showing them that life could be like, right? And I like totally stepped away from remembering all of that. And I was like, nope. You know, one of, one of these marketing gurus says that you have to just focus on the problem, focus on the solution and sell that, you know, but we forget that who we're selling to, we forget so often that who we're selling to as human beings and that the importance of our business as life coaches, as business mentors is like, it's about living a life you fucking love. It's about doing what you want. Otherwise you would have become an accountant and opened up an accounting business. No shade to any accountants out there listening, (laughs) but like for real, I was like tripping. And Lauren was like, just holding space for me to trip for a minute because like it, it just takes us, you know, experience, I guess some of us, it takes experience. I'm a manifesting generator. It takes me experience to learn about what I don't want before I really, really deeply know what I do want. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. So good, Jen. So many good points. And this reminds me of another conversation that we had that was on the similar conversation about just doing it your way and being so unapologetically just you that people know that they're, that you're their person. So last month I launched this offer called the hell yes offer it offers. It was amazing. It sold out. Um, that's a whole other story. And I will do an episode of how easy it was to sell this offer out in less than 30 days. But what was really fun is that I was doing one week. I had all of these consult calls and when I was getting on the phone with these people, it was just this energy the people that ended up saying yes to me and were like, hell yeses. It was like, I knew it. Remember this conversation, Jen, remember we had this conversation. It was like, oh yeah, I get it. Like, right. Where it's like, when you're on the phone, it's like, you're vibing, you feel it. They know it. I know it. There's like no selling. It just, the, 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 it's like, you are this person. And it's like, becomes so clear. And it was so fun just to get to talk to people and being like, oh wait, yes, you're my person by the way it feels. And they know it and you know it and having a very similar conversation with somebody else, but it just not being your person. And this is good news because Sometimes what we try to do is we try to be something or we try to be perfect or we try to say the right thing. And we're trying to do all these things that people want to buy from us, but that's not the reason why people buy people buy from you because you're each other's match. It makes sense. It it fits and it's illogical. And how you create this dynamic is by you unapologetically 
unapologetically being yourself and not trying because when you try too hard or when you try to impress people or you try to listen to other people or do business or try to do things a way that don't feel well to, right to you, it takes you out of that place that makes you magnetic that people want to say hell yes to. So when it comes to selling, when it comes to offers, there's actually, we overthink it. We just need to trust that we are enough and who we are being is going to attract all the right people by just being us. Yeah. And, okay. So something that you said I sparked like what our conversation was even about. I was like, cause we were talking about the consultations that said no. And I was like, girl, you don't want, it's like, you know, who your friends are when you meet them. Like you and I didn't have to try and be friends. We were immediately each other's people. We were immediately each other's energetic match. I didn't have to try to want to hang out with you. I didn't have to try to like, see what you were into and see if like, maybe it was like, you get a vibe, you feel it, you sense it. You're a human being with an intuition like everyone else. And that's how it works in friendships. That's how it works in any relationship that you're creating, especially from this level of a business, right? We're working with people still one-on-one. We're teaching classes where people have interaction with us. Once you become like a whole different type of business owner and it's like a large corporation, right? Like, I mean, even then, like this is so in my brain right now, like they want to create that human connection, these big brands. That's why Coca-Cola doesn't show you a commercial of just that Coke bottle spinning in circles, looking wet and cold, right? It's like they show you someone drinking it who's like having the time of their life drinking this super bubbly, refreshing beverage, right? Like, and you're connecting to that emotion, just like you connect to people. It's like, you know, if you don't have a connection with someone and if someone's not for you, if someone's offering is not for you and you're allowed to say no. And on the other side of that, if you're the seller and somebody says no to you, it's like, thank goodness. I only want to sell my things to people who really want it, who feel that connection because if you remember, like when you were in school, you probably remember a handful of teachers, maybe less that you actually connected with and learned something from And all those years of schooling, right? Like uh, Lauren and I both went to college. So like 12 plus four, 16 years of schooling. I remember maybe five teachers who really impacted my life. And did they impact my life because they were the most studied ones who had the, the facts in order, who knew exactly like, you know, the structure of the human brain and how to teach you something so that you actually learn it. No, they were the ones who were like so passionate about their shit that you were like, yes, yes, I love biology. I love biology. I had this biology teacher once that I was like so fired up by. I thought I was into biology. Turns out I was just into that teacher's passion about biology, Right. And that's like how you sold hell yes offers. You were passionate about knowing how to create a hell yes offer. And you wanted to teach that to your people. And the ones who were like, oh my God, this is it. You knew that those were the people who were going to get the most out of that container. That's why we, we would talk about it all the time, right? Never convince somebody to buy your shit. You don't have to give them the information, be you and your people will show up. That's it's like law of attraction. It's magnetism. It's a it's like all of that stuff. This is like it at play in this reality, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love this. I looking back now, 
like in this very moment and having this conversation with you right now, Jen, there is this like deep sense of knowing in my body of like, gosh, like clients, clients is simple. Signing clients is simple. It's just being you, your offer and what you're offering is always just an extension of who you are. And when you can just really own it and, and me and Janet, we both have talked about this in the past where the more we believe in ourselves and our offer and the results we get, the easier it is to sell. But the foundation of all of this is the belief in ourselves. And when we think that we are not enough or that we're trying to follow somebody's strategy or we're trying to do things that don't feel right or taking the joy out of building a business, it changes the way that we show up, which then changes everything that we do so that people can't really feel the wholeness of our vibration because we're not being us. We're like trying to be something that we're not because we think that's the thing that's going to work. And all of this to say, like, that's the thing that's really getting in your way. And that's like the realization that Jen and I continue to have as we continue to like scale our businesses and not only have Jen and I mastered selling one-on-one coaching, but we've also like learned how to sell multiple to groups and to like programs and stuff where it's different levels and different things, but it always comes to the same, which is us believing in ourselves, trusting our ability to get results and knowing that people desperately need what we have to offer. I fucking love that. That's what I love that. That's what we teach. (laughs) And that's what we do. And I was, I had this moment right before even jumping on the call with you where I was like, should I be doing my makeup while we're on the call together? And then I was like, Oh, it's a should question. It's a should question. And like when we're moving from should it's like, what we're actually asking ourselves is, is this approved by other people? Is this something that's approved that I am allowed to do or like should, I'm going to say it again, I act proper and sit straight and like look professional and all that stuff. But like, I have the best time thinking sometimes when I'm doing my makeup. And so like us, like being in conversation with each other, why wouldn't I want my mind to be free to roam. It kind of gives me this like meditative space to be in. So it's like all the things that you think are improper, right? The shoulds, like how things should be structured, how things should look to your audiences, how the shoulds are dictating the way you run your business. If the shoulds take over the desire, then what you'll come out with, come away with is a life full of should obligation, responsibility, and very little time to take care of you. Very little time to, you know, spend your life, how you want to spend it. And what I want to say is that the reason you became a life or business coach in the first place is because you probably got to the point where you were feeling that you loved your life. You either hired a coach or you like felt really good about helping people with their personal problems, 
helping people get themselves out of situations, watching people grow and transform. Like you had some sort of a passion for that. It felt good to you to do it. Right. And where we kind of lose track of that and start to go into like business mode, you know, is when we see a little bit of success and we're like, oh, how can I amplify the success? And we start asking how questions and we start looking to strategy and we start looking to other people outside of ourselves, but really like the thing that got you that little bit of success wasn't that strategy that you're now trying to learn. It's like learning to compound what you did, which was love your life, show up how you wanted to and attract the people who are your energetic match. Right. Yeah. Like this it should is, stand in our way. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say this, Jen, this is exactly what we were talking about the other day with our mastermind, you guys. So me and Jen, we ran two rounds of our mastermind and they ended up being different products. Now, let me actually make it, let me quickly have a little side note and I'll come back to this for a second where like, here's the beautiful thing about programs and products, right? Where we think that because something worked the first time that it, we should do the same exact thing and try to replicate it. Right. Like, yeah. So, so for instance, me and Jen, we had a mastermind and it was 10 amazing women. And it was like probably one of the best things that we've ever created. Like it was fucking magnetic. We like, it was even better than we can imagine. The results were even better than we can imagine. Like we didn't even try. It was, we did it because it felt like fun and we sold it from pure alignment of fun. And just like in this belief, and it was the most amazing thing. Then we're like, okay, we got to do this again. We, we got to do the same. We got to do the same thing. And sometimes I think that the same thing is meant to happen, but what we do is we try to make it happen. And so me and Jen, we did a lot of shooting on the second round because we're like, oh, well, we should do this because it worked last time. So we tried to like do it the same thing, but really what was meant to be born, what was meant for us to create was something that was very different. And while we were in it, we didn't see it because we were so close to it. But if we had really gotten honest with ourselves, we would have realized that there was resistance around it. And we did stop multiple times and regroup and it ended up creating something really beautiful. But looking back now where the mistake that we made is that we tried to make it something that it wasn't. You know, it's so funny. It's like, I was in, um, a mushroom journey the other night and I had this realization come through where we could actually, we as human beings in this space time that we're in right now, we can never actually do something again. You can only ever do anything that you ever do one time. There's no such thing as traveling back in time and doing it a different way. There's no such thing as replicating it again in the future, right? Anything that you even try to copy, right? It loses like, it's kind of like why, um, what, do, what do they call it? Oh, shit. I forgot what the NFTs. It's kind of why NFTs like work because there's only one original with the blockchain, Right. And like, you can't sell copies of an NFT because they're worth nothing. I mean, they're not worth nothing, but they're not worth the original. And so like when we try to replicate and do something again, yes, there are processes that you can repeat, of course, 
going to the bathroom, you do the same thing. You walk in, you pull your pants down, you do your business, right? Like that is a process that's repeatable, but you cannot do anything again. So it's like we have the opportunity in each moment to make new choices, different choices. And we also have the opportunity to make the same choices. But what you and I, I think happened for us, right? Is like, well, this is what we did the last time. So we were trying to either replicate it. And then we were like trying to regroup and do it better. And we were trying to like add things that we thought would improve it. But like what we lost contact was, was like our inner voice. Like what was the intuitive hits that we would get on that first um, launch? Cause like Lauren, you guys, Lauren and I would just like literally be like, oh my God, let's go live today. And it would just be like, out of the blue, we'd go live out of the blue. We'd like, you know, just show up in our stories, like, you know, pinging each other or whatever. It like, it, it was just like, that was part of the magic. It was easy. We weren't trying. And I think that's the thing where it was just like, we were generally so excited. We knew it. We were very clear on what we were creating we were so excited. We were so aligned to it and we weren't trying. And that's the thing where it, then it just took a life of its own where then when we tried to replicate it, we were like, well, we got to do this because we did it last time. And then we, right. And it was just really like, it was really clunky. Now there are th- some things like, for instance, when I sign one-on-one clients, I have like a repeatable process that I just tap into. It's very easy. I repeat it over and over and over again. And it's simple. Now the offer can change every client. It's a little bit different, but the whole point of this that we bring this up is that when we take the expectations off of trying to make it look exactly the same and when it doesn't happen, then it gives us space for something better to then come up and it allows the space for whatever feels aligned and fun at this time to happen because we're constantly changing. We're constantly shifting into deeper levels of embodiment of ourselves. So when we are in a different place, a different level of, um, what's the right way to say we just might have different desires or different ideas. And so a different way of getting there is going to get you there. You know what I want to, okay. So this is what we were also talking about the other day was pressure. We were talking about the pressure to show up yeah, or like the pressure we put on ourselves to do something a certain way. And like, when we feel like I shouldn't say we, I should say I, cause I know this is true for me when I feel pressure I think I used to think that I would get things done faster and I was better under pressure. Maybe you've said that to yourself in the past, like I'm better under pressure, but I realize now that because I've chosen, I've chosen very consciously to live in, to live my life by my like, fuck yeah, by my like alignment to my desire, by my you know, ability to feel really fulfilled and satisfied and free with my life. It's really hard for me to like make myself work under pressure. And it's so easy to shift out of pressure. All it takes is thinking about things in a different way. Right. It's like, if I'm thinking about showing up on social media and I'm like, well, I really should show up at least three times a week. Then my immediate response goes to, well, what do I, what do I say? What should I say? Right. It's like following that, like those train tracks of should. And if, if I 
pull back and I give myself a little space, you know what I mean? Instead of pressure. And I give myself freedom and plug back into desire, plug back into, you know, my guidance, then it immediately, immediately becomes easier. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm so glad that we're bringing this up because this is something that I know both me and you have struggled with in our businesses, which is like, how do you build a business on social media where it feels good and it doesn't feel icky and it doesn't become this thing where we feel like we have to do. And then it's like, it's just icky. It's like this shooting. Right. And Jen, I know me and you have both talked about how, like, we have definitely been placed at times in our businesses where we just did things to do things to, to check boxes because we were told. And if we felt like we weren't showing up then like, oh, we're not giving value. And like, you know, all of these rules that we've made up and we, me and you have personally had, had so many conversations where we are just like, okay, how do we do this differently? How can we do this in a way where it feels like a hell yes, when we're showing up, where it feels good, where it doesn't feel icky, where it's like really, it's fun, right? And that's something that we're still playing with. And I know it's something that I did my last round of effortless sales. We spent a lot of time on social media and relationships with social media. And this next round that is dropping here in June is going, we're going to be focusing a lot more on this. But to me, I literally had to, change my language around social media and change the way I think of it because it just became an, a game of likes and numbers and like, does somebody comment and did somebody, and did I get a, uh, does somebody respond? Does somebody buy from this? Right. It became this very, like, I'm doing this every, right. Every, we put so much pressure on each post to perform that it then became after doing it so many times and you're not getting the results, then it's built up emotional coding where it feels icky. So it's like, how do you show up every day as if you're this bushy eyed, bright eyed, you've never have had an injection. Everyone loves you. And you're just like, here I am. Right. That's always, that's the question that me and Jen have been really playing around with. And the one of the things that I've done is to change the way I talk about it. So I don't like the word social media. I don't say social media. I don't say post. I don't say I need to, um, I sometimes will say the word copy when I'm talking about it to other coaches, but really when I, when I'm talking about it, I say it's sharing for my soul. I'm talking to my friends. I, what do I want to, what do I want to share for my soul today? It's not like, Hey, what do I need to post? What do I need to say to them? I'm talking about from my soul. What is it that my soul wants to say? What is it that they need? And I call it soul sharing. I call it soul media, right? So I changed the, the actual language. So it feels different. When I talk about, I don't say I need to email my list. I say, Hey, what do I want to say to my friends? Right. So instead of saying emails, I say, I say, email my list. I say, Hey, I'm going to email my friends. Little things. I think about that when I'm saying this, if you were to say that about your, you know, audience, and once again, I think even the word audience or like, you know, I need to grow my audience can be a little bit disconnecting. Right. So it's like really thinking of how each of them as souls, right. As like people, as like a tribe, as like a community using different language instead of this, like, um, you're talking at them, but rather like a two-way relationship. Yeah. Like, um, it's funny. Cause Lauren said that to me when I was like having a moment and I was having like a hard time showing up. 
because backstory, just real quick, I went through a really like super hard hitting, transformative six months, right? Like last year, end of last year, crossing into the beginning of this year. And I was like, I don't know, like, I don't even know what to share. It was like so much. And I was like putting a lot of pressure on myself. And she was like, friend, I just call it sharing from my soul. And like, when I heard her say it, I'm going to be really honest. Cause like, if you know us, then you already know this, but if you don't like Lauren and I are so different from each other. And I think it's part of what makes our friendship so like robust and fulfilling, but like, I was like, I can't say that to myself. It feels so fucking cheesy. I like, I can't, I just can't, which was, I, but I saw the beauty in it for her because I saw that it actually works for her to call it sharing from myself. So I was like, I want to find my, I'm sharing from myself. I want to find my phrase, my thing that I can plug into that feels like that same feeling that Lauren has that freedom to share, you know, with her friends. And so I started searching because like that power of language and the way that you talk to yourself about things and the vibration that it puts you in is so vitally important. It's so simple the way that we're talking about it here. And you get to notice, like really tap into you, tap into your body. Does the phrase like sharing from your soul feel like it aligns with you energetically? If it doesn't, if you have resistance, change the phrase, right? Like this is how we as individual souls get to know ourselves and what works for us. So I don't know that I have a phrase per se. Like I haven't come up with a clean phrase like Lauren has about sharing from her soul, but I'm like, I think I finally just feel like I love my life so much that I'm ready to like share it and teach people how to do the same thing. Cause I want everybody who's following me to have this much enjoyment and fulfillment from not only their life, but from their business too. Because like, like I said, you wouldn't be running a coaching business if you didn't at some point in your journey decide that coaching lights you the fuck up. So like you've got to find these like little codes, right? It's like a code. Lauren's code is I got to share from my soul. What's your code? Like what is it that you can tell yourself that'll make it so easy for you to like show up because there's no effort? Like whatever I uncovered for me right? It's got me on such a battery right now. And like I said, I'm a manifesting generator. As soon as I find passion in something, it's like never ending battery, right? It's almost like I can't turn my brain off from ideas. Um, and I will literally just have these random ideas. Usually like (laughs) when I'm doing something like putting on my makeup or like I'll be in the bathroom, I'll be cooking and I'll just write a note down in my notes app in my phone. And it's just that simple, because it gets to be simple. Actually, the more simple it is for you, the closer you are to your zone of genius. And I highly suggest that that's what you talk about on social media. Yeah. So good. I I'm so happy that we're having this conversation because this is really what I see happening. And I I see this with my clients and it's whether you're a coach, a healer, a teacher, um, you know, I see this all over where we're afraid to show up. We're afraid to really talk about what we do. And 
here's, here's what I want you guys to remember that if you are born, if you're alive right now, today, if you're watching this, there has never been a more magical time to be alive because every single human has a platform and a voice. You guys, I remember when I was 18 years old and my life goal back then, and I don't think I've ever shared this. I think honestly, one of my life goals was, is I wanted to be on the real world. I wanted to get famous by being on like an MD, MTV reality TV show. Cause I thought that if I was on a TV show like that, then I would become well-known and then I'd be popular and then I'd get to do what I wanted. Hold Seriously. up. Hold up. Can I just like interject? Yeah. Cause like one of my dreams, holy shit, I love that. We never talked about this. One of my dreams was to be an MTV VJ. Oh my God. I, I, I would have been, right? been either one. Right. But here's the thing. What the whole point is that in order to have a platform, in order to be seen, in order to be able to like, you had to like go through a major network. You had to go through a, a new like news or a magazine, or it was hard. It was not available to every anything. And now you guys, every single day, if I wanted to, I could stream my life live, like an MTV, like the real world show. In fact, I do on some level, right? You guys have followed me traveling around. And so I bring this up to remind you guys that we all are living in a day and age right now where we at the, literally at the fingertips, we have a voice. We have the ability to show up and share and create our own following and create a community and create, um, and get that magic and share our gifts out there. It's unlimited. We see people all the time out there and, and, and I'm right now I'm going to focus a little bit on numbers and talk about like growing followings, but it is big or as little as, as, as you want your, your following to be, you have that opportunity. You guys, we are so lucky and we fucking piss this opportunity away. How many times have you wanted to show up and you're like, I really want to say something. And you either don't know what to say or you're scared or your makeup's not right or the hundred excuses that you do. And then it ends up dying that idea. I, you guys, I literally have notebooks of like dead ideas because I didn't show up so many times getting what to say. So what we have to learn how to do is show up in a way and, and remove all of the shooting, remove all of the boundaries that are in our way from just showing up and doing it the way that feels right for us. Yeah, this is okay. So, and something that I learned from you, Lauren, um, is that it's like your willingness to show up so unfiltered, like unfiltered to the point where it's like, I, I feel myself having healed from this, having gotten over this, but like showing up, no makeup, showing up in like workout clothes, showing up in a way where I was just really being judgmental. I was really just being an asshole, right. To myself and about other people where it was like, I was judging it as too messy. I was judging it as not unprofessional. And when I saw that judgment, when I became aware of it, I was like, fuck, this is what's making me filter myself. This is what's making me like compartmentalize my life and my business. And the thing that my friends love about me is I'm a crazy ass goofball. I am like 
insane, right? Like uh, my clothes can go anywhere from like super high walking red carpet glam to like the grub in a, in a bra and like sweatpants. And I finally got to this point where, you know, this is along that same conversation about like sharing from my soul, where I was like, what I really, really want is to allow myself to be unfiltered, unfiltered on all of my social medias, because what am I trying to filter from anyway? I'm like, if I want people to get to know me and who I am and want to work with me, like, what do I want to know about people? What makes me want to work with a coach? What makes me want to hire my next mentor? And I'm like, it's because they're not perfect. It's because they show you how they're super, like just a human. And I don't mean superhuman, but like they're a human. And I can connect with them and I can feel their heart. And how can I then become that version of myself where I want to share my heart? Maybe that's what mine is. Like, you know, how can I share my heart today? How can I share my life? How can I inspire through showing you what is available to you? What kind of life you can have when you let yourself let go of that filtration system that we're all kind of like caught up in, especially when we're given this platform. Like you said, everyone right now has a free platform to say whatever the hell they want to say, and we're pissing it away. Right. Like, I love that. I love that you said that. It's true. And it's, it's, it, I, I mean, I don't do it so much anymore because now I'm pretty consistent and I feel really, I've gotten in a good place of like giving and like showing up and sharing. So, but it would eat me up because there is times where I wasn't showing up and I really, really wanted to, but I couldn't get out of my own way. And mostly it was because I just didn't know what to say. And I was not clear, which is a whole reason why I made my number one offer, which is my favorite, which is hell yes offers. And I, I want to kind of add on to this. Like I'm, I'm loving this like unfiltered concept right now. So when I first became a life coach, uh, and Jen, both Jen and I, we got certified from the life coach school and the life coach school is, is a well-known coaching school. And after I graduated, I actually got asked to come um, be a self self-coaching scholar tutor. So I was like working for the school. I was coaching through the school. And I actually got an opportunity to teach some classes and whatnot. But I remember like when I was doing things for the school, I would have a whole different wardrobe and like my professional, like microphone and like my button down. And I would only wear those clothes clothes for like when I was doing anything related to the school. But then when I was working on my business, it would be a whole different feel. I would have a whole different clothes. I would show up differently. And I realized that I was like, Oh, wow, this is so interesting. I'm doing that because I felt like granted, I was working for them and they had, they have a very professional feel, but what happened, what happened is that because I was so consumed in that world, I thought that my business and my look and how I had to show up was professional. And so I was trying that on and it didn't really feel right to me. And so finally I gave myself permission to be like, wait, this isn't me eventually outgrew working for the school and completely left and then just worked for myself. And since then it's been so fun because I'm just me. And Jen was saying before, like, I often will just go live without makeup. I'll go live uh, when I'm in my workout clothes, because I've learned that when I wait to like look perfect, that the idea and the inspiration that led me into that moment will die. And I won't take 
I won't take the action. So now I just take action when I'm inspired, when I have an idea, I either write it down and take action on it right away. And if, or if I can't take action on it, write it down, I get, I write down as much as I can. And then as close to the inspired action, I go back and do it because I just know myself now. So now I give myself permission because you know what, you guys, people would rather me show up without any makeup on looking all just normal, not like all done up and saying some really epic things that are going to shift their soul than me not showing up because I didn't look good enough. And let me be honest, the only person, the only reason why we're not showing up, it's not for them. You guys, it's for ourselves because we don't like the way that we look. It's not for them because if we were really thinking about them, we would be showing up more. We wouldn't be using the excuses that we need to have makeup and all that stuff. Like I go lot and I, and his, when I remember when I first started, like one of when Facebook lives were just a thing, like the girl that I was following back then, she would go live in her like bathrobe and I would be like, oh, this is interesting. But then I, I like didn't care. And I just kept on showing up. And now I'm like, oh, I get why she did that because she didn't want to use it as an excuse. And now her, she's making millions and millions of dollars and has a top podcast because she didn't let that stop her. And same with me. You just watch me. You know, it's so crazy about that. I love, um, my first, so I was like challenged. I wasn't challenging myself. I was like, that's another thing too, right? Like challenging myself sometimes, like even that phrasing, like puts pressure on me to show up in a certain way. I was like allowing myself. I was permitting myself. I was giving myself permission to show up in a way that I can be unfiltered. And so the first post that I put up that became like the catalyst for whatever this battery is. Um, this energy is, was me, like what I do in the morning. I do this every morning, right? Like right now I'm in Hawaii and I take a walk in every single morning. And if I don't do it in the morning, then I'll do it in the afternoon. And if I don't take a walk, then I do a circuit at the house. If I don't do a circuit, it's like, I don't work out because I want to reshape my body or because I think there's something wrong with what I look like. I do it for my mental health. So I was like, okay, I always feel better after I walk. So I'm going to show you what it is that I'm actually doing. I do this walk every morning. So I made it into a reel. Right. And I was like, I'm in a sports bra and some like yoga pants. If you want to see this, it's on my Instagram. Right. And, and it's like the first that I've ever done like this, the first that I ever let you see, first of all, my entire body in workout clothes, when I'm sweating, wearing a little like dad hat with baby Yoda on it. Like that's what I'm wearing. And Lauren's like laughing right now at me because she knows full well, the only place that I would show up this unfiltered was on her Instagram before. (laughs) And so me showing up in this way on my Instagram is like a whole new vibe. And like, I really just don't care anymore because the parts of my life that I really, really love, I want to share them because I want to show my clients my future clients, whoever, like my friends, right? Like this is what it can feel like. You're allowed to have this too. I want to teach you how to do this. I don't mean walk up a fucking hill. I mean, do the thing that feels like walking up the fucking hill to you, right? It like gets my heart pumping. I get to breathe. I get to look at nature. It's like magic. And I want that magic to be a part of everyone's life. I think it should be. I think it's priceless. I think that this is 
worth it for me to show up sweaty wearing a baby Yoda hat and some sweaty ass sports bra. And, and, and it's not even cute. I'm not like wearing cute Lululemon, go check it out. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> right. And, and the thing is, we're telling you all these stories for you to find your own way, right? Like we want to give you permission to figure out what are the ways that light you up, right? Like maybe it is doing video on social media. Maybe you just like to write and you don't want to be on video. So maybe you just focus on writing. Maybe you love podcasting and you just want to do podcasting, right? Like what is the thing that freaking lights you up? It doesn't have to look like other people. You don't have to look polished. You don't have to look professional. You could look weird or you could look professional, right? It's like, the thing is, is that you just want to be you do it in the way that feels right for you. There are people out there making a fuck ton of money doing things the way that you wish you could be doing them, but you're not doing them that way because you're too stuck in the rules, fitting, trying to fit into the boxes, trying to say what, trying to do what other people told you to do when it doesn't feel right. And I want to, this is getting to be a long episode. So I'm going to start wrapping this up here because I think we've covered so many different areas and don't you guys worry, Jen will be back on this podcast here soon, but I want to end by asking Jen, um, asking you a question. I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit here, friend. Cool. I'm in. What do you wish that you could go back and tell yourself the version of you that you just first started, what do you wish you knew then that you knew that you now know? What do you think the one thing that would have moved your business forward knowing it now? I would say knowing you, you're going to try to find the right strategy. You're going to try to do it the right way. But what I want you to know is that at the end, what you're going to find is the thing that actually makes it work is the thing that lights you up the most. Because instead of trying to become consistent by thinking to yourself, I need to do this consistently and putting shit in your calendar, you become consistent in hindsight. And what I mean by that is if you're always following your desire, your true desire, right? What lights you up, what makes you feel amazing, that is energizing instead of energy leaking. And what will happen is you'll see that by following your desire, by doing what energizes you every single day, you're going to look back at all the actions that you took and realize that you were consistent. That's what I'd say. Yes, that's such a good, good point, right? And so just to continue to hone in on this point here that Jen was just making, it's really do you boo, (laughs) right? It's do what feels right to you. And both Jen and I have paid tons and tons of money to other, to other coaches in the beginning of our business, because we really thought that that was having that structure, having that, those answers were the things that were going to make it. But the thing that really got mine and Jen's business to take off is when we both started to do things differently and really start to listen to that part of us, that soul consciousness that is us, is our, is, is not our mind is God is source that knows the way, which is where our desires are. And 
that's what this podcast is about, right? Is reminding you that we have this other part, this whole other piece of us that's not the mind, that is our soul consciousness, that is where our desires live, which is where our, our purpose is. And when we can learn how to give the middle finger to the shooting, and by the way, this isn't about not hiring coaches or having strategy because at the right time and place, those are the things that will help you get clients faster and more consistent, but you can sign clients right now, just the way you are by following that guidance of the things that light you up. And then Jen, what else? Like tell people where they can find you. What's, what's going on with you right now? Okay. So thanks my friend, by the way, I love those little last like fucking nuggets. Take those nuggets, people take the nuggets. Okay. Take those nuggets and put ranch on them. <laughs> put ranch. <laughs> you have no idea, but Lauren literally will buy ranch as she's traveling because that's her favorite dressing ironically it's like my least favorite dressing that's why I love her for it okay (laughs) I don't you can find me on Instagram mostly that's where I play the most it's at jen.the.coach um I've started a TikTok it's at jen the coach but um what I'm up to now is I'm in the launch of my video course called fame frequency video reboot And the reason I'm super excited about this course is because it's taking like all of my past experience as um, working in fashion, working in media, working in on like on camera sales and putting it into a course where I'm then mixing it with all the awesome coaching stuff that I do too. We're going to talk about energy. We're going to talk about frequency. We're going to talk about like the syntax of what you need to say, the points that you need to hit in order to like sell out your programs and your, um, and your packages. And the thing is, is like, what it really comes down to is this course is going to give you confidence to show up. It's going to take the pressure off. It's going to have you feel like, shit, I know what I'm talking about. And I look at doing it. Cause like I said, there's going to be like a makeup, a makeup module, right? It's a bonus module. We're not focusing on it. We're going to show you how to set up your camera and your lighting and all the good stuff. So all of this stuff, just feeding into how confident you get to feel when you show up on camera. So that's launching, um, like I said, at the end of this month, last two weeks, the doors will be open and we're going to start that course in May. Yay. So exciting. Yay. Guys, I wish that you could see Jen right now because you would have seen her like completely lit light up and like her demeanor and this like boss ass, like lady come through as she is like describing it. So yeah, everything that Jen, I've learned so much personally from Jen about camera and all of the things. So thank you so much, Jen, for coming on this has been you guys this is like bittersweet so if for those that don't know me and jen had a podcast together called the spiritual boss shit podcast we'll actually link it in the show notes if you guys want to go listen because there's actually some really really amazing episodes that we did so there's lots and lots of gems that are in those episodes yeah i just love you so much i'm like so grateful for our friendship it's like so real you know you guys, this is like, this is how we sounded on this podcast is like literally how me and Jen sound when we're on the phone. We joke about it. We, we've recorded, we record our conversations in real life 
we record our phone calls and we joke, we're like, we could go through all of our phone calls and like put together a podcast of just like little, like raw nuggets. (laughs) It's true. So thank you. I'm glad that you guys got a little glimpse into like what it's like in mine and Jen's conversation. So thanks again. I love you so much. I know that we'll be collaborating. I know that we'll be supporting each other. And thank you so much for coming on and being a guest today. Thank you.